Hi there, I'm Janet Quinlan, and this is Finding Joy in Motherhood, the podcast for women who are looking for practical tools and words of encouragement to create an orderly, joyful, faith and virtue-driven home. I'll share tips to create mindset shifts that change the way you discipline your children, love your husband, and enjoy your day. This podcast is about coaching women to be the best woman God is calling her to be. I'm so glad you're here. Hi, and welcome to episode 20, Creating Order Without Overwhelm. Order, that five-letter word that creates so much overwhelm for us. Why do so many women complain about being overwhelmed when they're speaking about order? Well, I looked up overwhelm in the dictionary and a couple of definitions. To cover over completely, submerge, to overpower in thought or feeling. And many women feel overwhelmed because they're submerged by their home. Their home is in constant chaos with clutter or things not put away or There's no delegated cleaning schedule, or their daily schedule is in urgent mode that they feel they must constantly satisfy, or maybe their children are undisciplined. That makes us feel overwhelmed. We're overpowered with thoughts or feelings or actual tangible things. And COVID, of course, has added to the chaos. It also may have magnified the existing problem in your home and in your life. So let's talk about order. This is going to be a two-part episode. In this episode, I'm going to talk about motivation and where we need to have order. And in part two, I'll talk about the practical steps of creating order in your home. All right, let's first look at motivation because before we buy into schedules, routines, or habits to keep order, we have to consider our why. If we don't understand the profound effect of order on our homes, our children, and on ourselves, we won't be motivated to stick with the actions required to keep order. Everything has to have a motivation behind it. And I think sometimes we just sort of bare knuckle it and get in there and feel like we've got to do it, we've got to do it, we've got to do it, and it just becomes one more thing that we've got to do. When in fact... We need to have a mindset behind what we're doing, which motivates us to do it. And we need to have the right motives, the right mindset. Now, I'm not encouraging an order-obsessive personality where the order sort of supersedes the, the people in the home. That's not what I'm talking about. We're talking about order to create a balanced, harmonious home that is free of stress and chaos a home that serves us rather than a home we serve because of the disorder. Our home must be a sanctuary for everyone who lives there. It needs to be a place where people can be free of the stresses of work, of societal pressures and confrontations, and a place where children can relax and be at peace. You know, school is hard. Peers are hard to deal with. Our home needs to be that warmth that nurtures the mind, body, and soul. And it just can't be if our home and our schedule is in a state of chaos. Order helps your daily life run smoother with less stress and overwhelm. Do you want less stress, overwhelm, and better disciplined children? Then commit 
to that outcome. Write it down and look at it every day so you know your why. And you'll be more motivated to do the work required on a daily basis to keep order. And with anything, the more you do it, the easier it becomes until it's second nature. So many people create a goal to run a 5K or a half marathon or a marathon, and they achieve that goal. They only did it after training one day at a time, adding a little more distance each day. Keeping a clean and orderly home is no different. Perfection on the first day or the first week will not happen. Just like you can't run 13.1 miles tomorrow, you have to go little by little, adding a little more each day. But if you commit to improving each day, you'll achieve your goal. All right, what about the people who say, I'm just not orderly? Okay, guess what? I have bad news for you. (laughs) It's actually easier to teach your children if you are not naturally orderly. For those who are naturally ordered, they don't understand why everybody around them cannot put everything back where it belongs. They don't understand how others can live with toothpaste, globs on the sink or clothes on the floor. But if you understand how easy it is to live that way, then you will understand better how to teach your children better. You will be struggling and your children will see you struggle. And that's a good thing. Also, don't make the mistake of thinking you don't have enough time to put order into your day. It isn't that we don't have enough time. It's that we lack order and don't use our time well. Or we think something simple will take too much time so we don't do it at all. When in fact, if we timed out how quickly it took us, we would be amazed. For instance, going to bed with a clean sink. No dishes in the sink. No food in the bottom of the sink. In order to do that and clean it up and shine it up and go to bed, it would take you less than a minute. It also may be that we're just trying to do too much. We have to have order in our lives aside from the physical things in our home. Order in our lives, in our family. God first, our family second, then extended family, then work and school, and then social activities and sports. So many people have social activities and sports first. It can't be that way. You will completely obliterate a close, well-formed family. Now that order isn't an order of time. It's an order of importance, of priority. It's true that we spend more time with work and school, but it is the mindset that we have and teach our children about where we place our priorities and the values we want to live. So when you say to your children, I'll be with you in 10 minutes, I need to do my prayer. They understand that God is more important right now to you than whatever they need right now. It would be a disorder for you to say, I'll be with you in 10 minutes, I need to do my prayer, when a child comes crying to you with a split lip because his brother hit him with a toy. Okay, We have to have priorities appropriate. 
And for those of us who don't have small children, we still order God first, in front of our husbands, in front of our adult children and our friends. But again, with the right order, we can't be in church praying all day long or doing service work for everybody else and ignore the needs of our husband and our family. And for those moms who have adult children with families of their own, be very careful that you are still putting your husband first ahead of what appears to be urgent needs from your adult children and their family. You need to teach them to take care of their needs, not you swoop in and make everything all right to the detriment of your husband's needs. I'm not saying don't help out with your adult children and their families. Just make sure that you have the proper order. Now, the usual way we think of order is order in the home. And I really want to stress how important it is. We'll get into cleaning and everything in a minute, but the first thing I want to stress is that you need to teach your children to have a healthy respect for the home and the things that are in it, the things that you used money to purchase, that you worked hard to get the money to purchase. So food stays in the kitchen, not on the couch, not in the bedrooms. We've gotten away from plastic slip covers on the furniture, but let's be serious about helping our children see that we respect our belongings. It's a good spirit of poverty to show them that you don't put your muddy shoes on the new couch. And order with their things. Toys played with appropriately to keep the furniture looking nice. The kids don't play with their toys on the furniture or on the tables if they're nice tables. You may have a special table where you're like, that's a piece of junk, you can play on it. Totally fine, but they shouldn't be allowed to play wherever they want. Children don't really care where they play. They just want to play. So we have to teach them to respect the furniture and home out of a good sense of order of our possessions. My daughter Kathleen has the toys arranged according to these beautiful fabric baskets. And she just had a baby a few weeks ago, and I was there watching the children while she was in the hospital. She had That was her fourth baby. She has three at home. And when I said, okay, guys, let's pick up, everybody knew, including Andrew, who was not quite two, which basket, which toys belonged in. Now, for those of us who aren't naturally ordered, you might think, that's kind of creepy. That's obsessive. No, that's a great way to teach children order. You know, you spend a lot of money on toys to help children find order, right? All of the discs go there. All of the squares go there. This is a great way to teach order. Help your children see that even in toys, they don't just get all thrown into a bin, but you have separate bins for separate things. That helps their brain get accustomed to order. Everything has a place and everything is in its place. Okay, progress, not perfection. It's a daily struggle. Who borrowed my scissors? (laughs) The scissors are never back in the drawer where they're supposed to be. And I love my kids who are now adults, but sometimes they come home and they drink a glass of water and they leave the cup on the island. And I'm like, what the heck? 
I spent 22 years teaching you to put that in the dishwasher. It is progress, not perfection. And I am not perfect either. I do not always put everything away as I ought to. So we can't get tied down with that perfectionism. Also order in the home a daily, weekly, monthly schedule that keeps the home clean, neat, and free of clutter. Now I will go over that in the next episode on this, part two, because it's there's a lot to talk about and I want to make sure that I can help you with practical tips and tools. Okay, aside from order in the home, I want to talk about order in our time because that might actually be something that you need to work on first before order in the home. Setting a firm but adaptable schedule for the day helps us keep the important the priority. The important the priority. Rather than giving in to our whims of what we want to do or the urgent things that come up. And that always happens, doesn't it? Our day gets filled with urgent, 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 urgent. That's because we have not planned to do important first. And when we have a schedule, it also teaches the children that their whims don't trump the important. They may want to watch TV after breakfast or read a book, but if they do, that will make them late for school and they can't do that. Having that clearly articulated schedule when they are young begins the habit that they need as they grow and become more independent. So if you're still telling your teenager to get off PlayStation or TV or the phone because they have homework to do, it's because when they were young, you didn't teach them clear habits of ordering their time. Good news is it's never too late. And in fact, our obligation to instill good habits in our children requires us to intervene and to train them. We're going to do it a little differently in high school than we do when they're two. We're going to treat them with respect, speak with them with respect, but they will have consequences. They need to have consequences if they don't practice habits that you have clearly articulated to them. All right, next steps. This week, I want you to look around your home and see what three things need to be done in your home every day in order for you to create a peaceful home. Okay, that means do all the bathrooms need to be spotless every day? No. Find out what three things you need to have done in order to have a peaceful, happy home. For me, it was always making sure that our great room was always picked up and neat and things put away. That was one thing. The second thing was that my kitchen was always clean with the dishes put away and no food in the sink. That drives me nuts. So my sink was always clean and shiny before I went to bed and all dishes were put away. And the third thing was that my room needed to be picked up. I needed to have my bed made and the dresser and the flat surfaces cleared off. Those three things are what I needed. Decide what you need every day. Now, if I added up those three things, it's very little time, especially when you stay on top of it. Now, if for the first day uh, in years, you want to have an uncluttered bedroom and you've got stuff, you know, stacked mounds, it's going to take some time. But then the next time, tomorrow, it's much easier. 
Okay, so look for three things that need to be done in your home every day in order for you to create a peaceful home. The next thing I want you to do is be more aware of how you spend your time. Check yourself this week. Where did I spend my time today? So at noon, check yourself and see where did I spend my time this morning? Around dinner time, check yourself and see what did I do this afternoon? And then when you go to bed, ask yourself, what did I do this evening? And start to get an idea of where you're spending your time. The third thing is I want you to spend this week finding your why and committing to it. Why do you want an orderly, picked up, uncluttered home? Find your why, write it down, pray about it, and see what is really important to you. Then next week, I'll give you some practical tips and a PDF scheduler that will help you concretize your simple schedule to an ordered home. It's going to be different than the next person's, okay? You're going to do for you. If I came in and told you, you need to do the bathrooms on Monday and the vacuuming on Tuesday, you know, that may or may not work with your schedule. So next week, we're going to go through how to personalize a schedule, a set of routines composed of habits that will help you and your family create an orderly, peaceful home. Okay, if you haven't listened to my reflection on order episode 19, check that out and it will give you a quick background on finding your why as well. I've been married for 36 years, I've had seven children, and I can tell you I've had my share of battling order. No one is perfect. But I've learned a lot along the way. I want to help you create a peaceful home that nurtures joy and love and the Spirit of God without constantly picking up and cleaning all day. I want you to run your home like a business, like a boss, where it's efficient and orderly, where you are kind to your employees so they'll stick around, where you're consistent and have clear hours of work time. If you're not used to a schedule or if your home and your life has gotten completely out of hand, steering the ship in a different direction will be tough, but you can do it if you remember your why. Fight against the overwhelm. It will stop us. That's just a feeling. We don't have to be tied to our feelings. Let's change our thought. I can have an orderly, cheerful home. Fight through it. Just like you may not like getting up and exercising, but love how you feel afterwards, the same with keeping a home. We're not going to try to do it all. We would quit. We're going to seek progress, not perfection, in creating homes that we love. Have a great week. Take care. If you like what you heard, I'd be so grateful if you'd subscribe, leave a review, and share with friends. Thank you. Have a great week.